Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Locked On Coyotes. I'm Robin Leandro Carl Pavlik right beside me um, on this uh, Wednesday. It's hump day. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, as your date, Coyotes are now on their second day off uh, after yesterday. we uh, all, all of us had a day off for a little bit. Um, got a chance to rest all day. Um, but unfortunately... Some Coyotes players are going to be injured for quite a bit um, as from the, from the Panthers game. We'll talk about that on today's episode, and we'll talk about who's there, who's being called up from the Tucson Roadrunners in their place. And we'll also take a little mini preview, an early preview, for Thursday's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. All of that on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Um, before we get into the, anything, let me check in with Carl. Carl, I know yesterday, um, I was just, just saying before the uh, we started recording, yesterday was a no-bones day, so you and I both kind of rested all day. <laughs> we were just like, yeah, I don't want to do much work. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's a, It was definitely a rest day, I think, uh, except for uh, I did have to write one small article about the injuries um, that was, you know, it got a little bit more clarification on that, which tends to happen but but yeah all rested up ready for uh the game tomorrow yeah ready for the game tomorrow um yeah and let's let's go ahead and start talking about the injuries to start off with we mentioned it yesterday um when we were on with armando of locked on panthers and we cut because it, it was you know all the news was fluid at this point we didn't know exactly what it, what it was going to be the case but now we know that um, we can go more in depth on, on um, Connor Timmons and Carter Hutton and Ryan Dezingle all being injured. Ryan Dezingle is a, is like there is no update on his timetable at all. They don't know there's nothing on on that. Carter Hutton is going to be out. I believe was it two to four weeks. Yep. Connor Timmons, defenseman Connor Timmons is going to be out. Uh, I think eleven to twelve weeks. Eight, I mean, to eight to twelve. Weeks. Sorry, eight to twelve yeah. weeks. I don't know why I said eleven. Yeah, eight to twelve weeks. Um, this is how tired I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So eight to twelve week Connor Timmons will be out. Um, so, um, if you want to uh, put that into um, timetable, that roughly puts him back some climb close to Christmas. Yeah. I, well. Maybe a little bit after that, depending on how how quick his recovery is. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's that's the optimistic side. Yeah, optimistically Christmas, which it's really unfortunate. Connor Timmons is a player whose development has really been hampered by injuries. Uh, he sustained a cushion back in juniors, um, and it's unfortunate to see him go down this early into the Coyote season. Uh, I don't think he, he looked particularly great so far. I think he no. was still adjusting to the to the new team, to the new system, which is normal. You expect that sort of thing. Um, and it's unfortunate that we're going to see this, like just really like it potentially like almost half the season being gone um, for him, depending on how things go. The guys aren't going to make the postseason. I expect that once he's, 
ready. They're going to send him back to the AHL for some conditioning. He doesn't need waivers, so they could probably just put him in there like full time for a bit just to kind of make sure they can keep up to pace and you know play good minutes with them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And it, yeah, like you said, it's just, you know, I think everything that's been going on in him is very unfortunate, especially because like you said, his, you know, his development has been hampered by injuries and um, obviously this isn't help. And that fact he didn't have a good start to the season at all. Um, I was having a conversation of that with some people in the press box when I was in, um, when I was up in Glendale last week and they're like Connor Timmons, they're like, Oh man, he's not been playing well. Um, and yeah, this just is obviously a huge, not, not good step for him yeah. to, in, in, to tack on. Yeah. And, and also not good for the Coyotes because um, the the buzz for Timmons out of Colorado was was really positive. It seemed like he had found the footing with with that team, um, and I was hoping that he could you know step in. He's a very highly rated prospect, um, and that's just not going to be the case. Uh, I think one of the things that we were talking about in the the five rolling Slack chat was the the only one who's benefiting from this is Kyle Capobianco. Uh, who is getting like potentially going to get like a chance to get some real minutes in the NHL, mm-hmm. which Kyle he may Bianco, not have gotten. Kyle Bianco, I think is, um, he's like slated to return at some point eventually, but, yeah. um, but obviously he's going to be back before Timmons in, is, and that's going to be huge because yeah, that gives him the opportunity to do to do what he's supposed to do and actually get, play well um and you and i have been talking about kyle capabianco and been saying that this is his make or break year if there was in the coyotes he's got to have a good year yeah um once he gets back from injury that you know he is going to be benefiting um from timmins being sidelined for quite a bit yeah uh he's he's got a real shot once he returns uh, no timetable on him yet which normally is an indicator that it, it's not going to be too long um but that's definitely, you know, remains to be seen. Uh, Carter Hutton going down is definitely going to be very interesting for this team. I'm not sure what the plan is going to be. They seem to be, like, splitting time pretty evenly between him and Vishmelka. Um, and, uh, like, do they give Vishmelka, like, all of the time, uh, you know, for the next couple games? Do they give uh, Prosper's off? Who we'll be talking about um, in the next segment sometime. I don't know. There'll be uh, an interesting insight into Bears player usage, which is something that we really don't know too much about yet because he is so new. Yeah, it is um, going to be interesting to see how it all turns out. Um, and and it also kind of thing that does suck is you know all of these players that we've been that that we're talking about in terms of the injury side they're all the newer you know they're all newer players on the Coyotes and they're all they all have to adjust to the new system everyone does and even the even the veterans have adjusted to the new system because you know new coach everything is everything is different yeah um so for Hutton to also go down obviously does not help his adjustment period um and that's what this yeah, that's what this first month let's say is was supposed is supposed to be for but yeah it doesn't help and it was really disappointing because i thought that Hutton's like best period was probably his first period against the panthers like that one goal 
very unfortunate, but not too much you could do with that. Uh, really could have used some like help cleaning out the front of the net. And I don't even really know what happened with that. Like the, the Timmons injury, it was pretty clear. Like he went down hard. Uh, there was definitely, um, it seemed like when he was hit by, uh, is it Gudas? Uh, I keep wanting to call him Gouda because of the cheese, but that's <laughs> not right. Um, but like there was definitely like some neon, like knee knee area, like right. uh, contact. And that's what pissed off Zingle so much. That's what led to him going to that fight because it wasn't just a big hit. It was a big hit that did damage. And that's when you just jump up and, and drop the gloves. Yeah, it was interesting because because um, Hutton really was he was able to finish the the period. He just didn't come back. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, which was interesting. Like, there's like, oh yeah, Vage Mocha's coming out. Like, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's just like, oh, what what happened? And then like the second period progressed, and it's like, oh wow, there's another major injury. Guess we're not gonna like really remember Hutton. Like he kind of like dropped off the the face of the earth because three injuries in one game—that's just a lot. Yeah, and that goes and and that brings us to to the uh, you know for the last one with Ryan Dezingle, um, who was kind of, he was getting a little pushy in there. I mean, you know, he's you would get he's getting physical. So does it surprise that that happened? Yeah, I mean, you can make yeah. an argument, but uh. But I mean, and again, he's he's the the lightest one we're talking about because he we don't know his timetable. It could be as little as like a week, or it could be as much as like half the season. Yeah, because um, we just, <laughs> just don't know. Yeah, it could literally be like he could be ready tomorrow. We we don't know. They they haven't given any inf- information yet, which could be like uh, a sign that like it's really minor. It's day to day. They're not sure. Could be they need to get like a check with a specialist. Um, like I, I'm sure we'll find out more. Uh, it's possible that by the time you're listening to this, we we know more and, and we'll know for sure. But yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, but to play out in the safe side, the Arizona Coyotes have recalled three players from the Tucson Runners. We will talk about the, who those three players are coming up in just a sec. But first, we got a word from uh from uh, Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Did you know that there are so many diff- different flavors from cherry barcia to double chocolate, mint, brownie, all stuff like that. It is absolutely phenomenal. Um, one of my favorite uh, protein bars out there, absolutely. Um, including the, their paranormal pumpkin, which was which was available during this October. It was absolutely delicious, you know, filled with marshmallow. Absolutely amazing. What the best part is they're not only delicious, but they're also amazingly healthy. They're low in calories, high in protein. Um, low in carbs, low in sugar, all the things that you want out of a really good protein bar. Um, and I want you guys to try it yourself. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you get 15% off your order. Once again, go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your built bar. All right, so now let's start talking about uh, the recalls. The Arizona Coyotes have made three recalls from... The uh, Tucson Roadrunners, they have recalled forward Barrett Hayton, defenseman uh, Cam Deneen, and goalie Ivan Prosvitov. Um, let's let's go ahead and start with that uh, one. Well, let's go in order from there. Let's start with Barrett Hayton. Um, sure. This is 
and I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think this is his opportunity to show what he can do back again in the in, in, in the NHL level. He kind of was kind of floating back and forth last year. I mean, he had like he played through, I want to say, February uh, with the Coyotes, and then he got sent down to Tucson because he wasn't developing well. He wasn't yeah. doing what he was supposed to do. But now he's this is his first shot back up again. Um and let's see if he let's see if enough time in Tucson has helped him. I think the team was hoping to give him a little bit more time in Tucson, yeah. um, which to me kind of maybe suggests that Dzingle is not going to be out too long because um, he hasn't had too much of a chance. Uh, he hasn't like really popped on the score sheets. Uh, I have heard people kind of mention that he looked pretty okay. Um, Craig Morgan, when he, uh, he tweeted it, mentioned that when he was talking to, I think it was either Bill Armstrong or Bear before the Columbus Blue Jackets game, like a nightmare scenario would be calling up Hate, uh, Bear Hayton like too early, um, which we're, we're kind of maybe in a little bit, but yeah. it's it's a chance for him to really show what he can do. And, you know, if he's got another gear to like maybe like show it and be like, hey, I know you guys wanted me to go down there for more time but i don't need it and here's what i can do um like we see that all the time like players who are temporary call-ups just steal the spotlight and you know is that going to be hating not sure but we'll see you know i was actually somewhat surprised that it was hating given that you know there were some stars over the uh uh over the weekend and who just over explained for the roadrunners in the last couple of weeks who have been playing better than hating half um yeah. and He's like, so you're picking this guy mainly because he, I mean, he is their, he is their highest level prospect uh, yeah. right now still. Um, so it kind of makes sense. It's like, oh, so you're, you're supposed to be the next man up. Um, and it does. And I think the best part is, if I'm going to be honest, this also hurts the roadrunners the least at this point. Yeah. Well, also Let's just say this. Um, Christian Fisher has been playing center um, this year. Uh, and I think Christian Fisher is a much better player the uh, last season than he has been in all of his NHL career. I'm fine with him playing center. Uh, I think he, he you know, has been doing that pretty well. But if we're slotting Hayton in as a center, you know, maybe that's like, a positional need for the team as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, there, there's there's reasons to to call them up. Um, to me, there there are reasons to call them up like short term versus long term. So I, I'm really curious to see what kind of happens with that. And, and it doesn't mean that he is going to be the last one up. He's not waiver. He doesn't need to go through waivers. So the Coyotes may go through like a bunch of players. Give them all a cup of coffee, as the expression goes. Like get that NHL pay. Because there's, when you're it, in the NHL, you get more money. There's a good reason why the Arizona Coyotes bought the uh, what is it, the Springfield Thunderbirds or whatever it was, and then um, Springfield Falcons. Falcons, because the Thunderbirds are now an ECHL team. But yeah, um, but they brought they they bought Springfield, brought them over to Tucson to create the Tucson Roadrunners because it's easy as just driving down the I-10 when on a call up or driving up the I-10 for that matter. Yeah. I mean, they're on a road trip now, so that's not entirely benefiting True. them. Yeah, but but you know what? You, you get the yeah. you get the idea um, that when they come back, it'll be that year. But the road trip is going to be more, it, it's a, it's a little bit different. Um, 
it's also easy for the staff to go down and evaluate it. So, like, if Bill Armstrong wanted to see, like, how everyone's going, he could have headed down to Tucson on Sunday. Um, they put it on Sunday, correct? Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday, yeah. I, I imagine he wanted to watch the Islanders game, but he could have gone down on Sunday. He could have watched and he could have seen. And maybe he saw something that we didn't. Um, I know I didn't personally watch the game. Uh, I believe you weren't able to go to that one. So is that correct? Yeah, I wasn't able to go to that Sunday one because I was in my uh, uh, post-test self-quarantine. Yeah, so maybe he just got he saw something uh, saw something cool, um, and we're getting the chance to you know see Hayton. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he draws in uh, tomorrow. It will be interesting to see if he draws in tomorrow, but we'll have to see. Obviously, we won't know um, until line rushes at, at morning skate. They'll kind of give us an idea of who's going to be starting, um, but that's not until for another day. So yeah. um, we'll have to wait until we find that out. But that, of course, Barrett Hayes wasn't the only call up. Let's now move to uh, defenseman Cam Deneen, the second defenseman to get called up from the Roadrunners, um, him and Dyson Mayo. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, I, I got the Tucson Roadrunner stats page pulled up. Uh, Cam has played four games, has a goal, two assists, three points. Uh, one of three players on the Roadrunners with three points, only defenseman. Uh, he definitely seems like he was ready to be the first call up for this. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, he's definitely been like kind of a, a borderline player, NHL, AHL for the past couple seasons. Um, you know, we talked uh, in the previous segment about this being Capobianco's shot, but you know, Deneen impresses. Maybe it's his shot too. I mean, we've been talking, I mean, we could have been talking about defenseman depth too throughout um, the Coyotes organization, and there's an example of it. I got a chance to watch Deneen on Saturday and um, just overall Coyotes players <laughs> um, and Coyotes prospects, and I was like, and, you know, I was, I was I, 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 like, I wasn't paying attention to Deneen specifically, but sure. occasional, occasionally he'll, he'll do something, and I'm like, you know, he's, you know, I, he's doing pretty well. He's skating well. I like it. Obviously, my focus was on, like, um, Ben McCartney and Liam Kirk and Barrett Hayton and all those people because all because the forwards are the ones I'm paying attention to the most. But yeah. I mean, the Coyotes are definitely they have a lot of defensemen. Um, we were having some difficulty in picking uh, who would be on the roster. Uh, I thought Soderstrom would have gone down and they would have gone with uh, Provolov, uh, which to me this call up says that Provolov still needs some time to adjust to NHL or to North American ice. Um, yeah, it's interesting because he actually like uh, he made the final roster too, and I, like for the first, and then he was like on like two uh, two days in, he was just like, oh nope, sent back down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he looked, I thought, pretty solid in preseason. Uh, very physical. Which if the Coyotes like, I sometimes feel like a team you sustain three injuries, you want to get someone physical in there. Um, but uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see. Um, another player. I'm very curious to see who draws in. Is it going to be Mayo? Is it going to be Deneen? We'll see tomorrow. We will have to see. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see two <laughs> two Roadrunners players like 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 that in defense be up there. Um, in in Mayo and Deneen, guys, I've got a chance to watch in Tucson for quite some time. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, which one of those gets the draw? Um, it'll be very very interesting. 
Um, that brings us to the last call-up, though. Um, Ivan Preswitzov, the goalie. Um, this one, of course, was no surprise. Once Hutton went down, you're like, who's the next person up? It's no question that Preswitzov is a better goalie than uh, Yosef Kozhenosh. Sure. So, like, uh, it's it was a no-brainer call-up to do that one. Um, Preswitzov is it's, it's a be- much, much better goalie. I will say this, though. I, I think the fact that Hutton being out one to two weeks uh, definitely influenced that. If he had been long-term, I think we would have probably seen uh, Prosvetov stay down just so he can get more consistent starts. Right. Uh, it, it was something that we've talked about before. Like, where is the best place for Ivan Prosvetov this season? In the AHL. Um, yeah. Give him a cup of coffee. Uh, have him play, like, a couple games up in the with the Coyotes for two weeks, send him back to the AHL to get consistent time. If there's like a delay, if Hutton like re-injures himself, I honestly see them making a switch and just okay. being like, no, we're going to have you full-time AHL starter and we're going to bring, um, we're going to bring up some Kojanash. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I'm happy with it. I, I would like to see him get a chance to play. I would have liked to have seen him got a chance, get a chance to play more last season. Thank you very much, uh, Coach Dockett, for playing him one game and starting Hill 11 straight. Um, but uh, I, I, he's, um, at this point, the future of the Coyotes goaltending, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see what he can do. I mean, this is, that, this is the opportunity for us to see that um, because, I mean, yeah, they're probably going to give more nods to Vej Mocha. Because I get like, but for that purpose, you're saying just like really only do it on a necessity basis for the next two weeks. Again, it's very, you know, it's a very short term injury, so like you don't have to worry about it much. Yeah. Um, but again, he, he get he'll get a couple opportunities, especially because there's a back to back coming up this week. Um, lightning on Thursday and the Capitals on a Friday. Oh, um, yeah. Which I mean, like that's kind of like the worst case scenario. What, who do you start against the lightning? Uh, Vishmelka or Prosvetov? Like, that's like neither of those are the goalies that I would want starting against. I mean, the Lightning have been struggling to start the season. Yes, but they're still the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, they're still the Tampa Bay Lightning. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. And then they'll probably still run circles around um, around Arizona. We'll we'll go into that into our little mini preview coming up in just a sec. But, but, I mean, you can do that compared to the Capitals and Alex Ovechkin? Like, yeah, it's a it's a tough call either way. Like I would have much preferred like Brasvitov starting like the end of the year after he's had like a full, or like if we were playing the Ducks, um, which we will at the end of the road trip, but not right now. Um, like that's ideally where I would have like had him play, had him get that start. But you know, he's a trial by fire, um, which is just. What happens in the NHL? By the way, you know what I'm trying to figure out? I'm trying to figure out this Coyotes road trip and, and um, that, um, looking at the, like, based off what their flight path would look like. They were just in Florida. Now they're going to Tampa. Um, then straight to D.C. Then back down south to Carolina. Yeah. Then back up to um, to Philadelphia. It's it's definitely a lot of like back and forth. Uh, luckily, same time zone, so like that should hopefully make travel a little bit easier for them. They're not having to deal with 
too much jet lag, but yeah, it would have been worse if it was like Florida to California, back to Florida, um, or like, yeah, that would have been just crazy. And we've seen that uh, I, it's a tough road trip for the Coyotes, but at least like travel hopefully won't be the worst thing for them. Yeah, hopefully that's the uh, that, that's that's the case. But let's get ready to preview the uh, the Coyotes versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. We will give our first initial thoughts in the next segment. But first, we do have to get a word from our sponsors. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football and hockey action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, so back here on Locked On Coyotes, once again, Robin Liano and Kyle Pavlik um, on this uh, wonderful hump day. Uh, hope you guys are getting through this week. Um, I'm trying to. We'll see. Um, it's time now to give our little uh, first thoughts for the Coyotes versus the Lightning. Um, we, I kind of mentioned it in the previous segment, Carl. Um, this is an interesting one because, yes, it's still the Tampa Bay Lightning. And like I said in the previous segment, but they've been struggling. Yeah, they've been struggling. Um, they're still a highly skilled team. The Coyotes cannot take them lightly. Um, they're going to need to definitely clean things up. They looked good. In the third period against the Panthers, not so much in the first two. Um, I would like to see them carry that energy. They're playing down a couple men, so like that that can hopefully give them some motivation to you know win one for for the hurt players. Um, uh, definitely need to tighten things up on special teams because that was a, a pretty big issue for the Coyotes in the last game. Uh, I think most importantly is just neutral zone play. Yeah. The, the the Florida Panthers really like shut down the neutral zone and it kept the Coyotes in their own end and it kept them from getting any kind of offensive zone time on the, uh, on the, on the lightning side, looking at this, they just finished a back to back. So, um, they have, uh, now today off because, um, based on time you guys are listening to this yesterday, they played the, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins and won that game five to one. Um, and then, before that, the day before, they played the Buffalo Sabres and lost that one 5-1. to one. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Buffalo Sabres this year. Um, it's really weird. Uh, I do not think it's going to last. I think the, the Lightning are a better team than the Sabres. So, eh. It's hockey, though, and any team could really win any individual game. It just matters, yep. like over a long term. That's why like it's it's something we occasionally bring up with the odds. Like they're they're not really changing too much yet because no one's got a good idea of what the teams are. And if you ask a hockey person like who's going to win this game? You're like, uh, probably Tampa Bay." And they're like, "What do you 
how confident are you? And like, uh, 52% confident, uh, maybe 60, not really too much beyond that, but they, unless you're an analytics than, person and then, um, yeah, unless you have like a, a very good statistics model, um, and you're keeping track of all this, uh, and you paid attention in college stats classes. I did not, I had to take one 300 level for my psych degree, uh, and I barely got through it. So smarter, more analytically minded people than I am can can know that. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's tough. Those are also others. I rely on others to do the advanced stats for me, and then I just take a look at it and kind of use my own hockey brain to figure it out <laughs> yeah and, and there's there's also like a difference like there's like the publicly available advanced stats that that you and i have access to that we'll look at and then there's just proprietary secret tweaked uh statistical models that the professionals use like the teams use and i know like oftentimes like a lot of the more analytically minded people they're like yeah these are my public numbers these are my private numbers that i use for betting and i'm like oh those private numbers i bet those are very complicated are you calling and... out jay fresh <laughs> i was actually going with dom uh yeah. uh but yeah no I, I like honestly both of them like kudos like i just look at everything and it's just like oh Man, I wish I had that access. But see, that's that that's the thing. Is for me, I'll take I'll take what I can get from Jay Fresh, I'll take what I get from Dom, I'll take what I can get from Natural Stat Trick, from Money Puck, from every site out there. And I'm like, okay, this gives me X X amount of an understanding. I can make at least a pretty well educated guess on how the game's gonna go. Yeah. And, and I mean, the let's be honest, the reason that they have sets of private numbers um, is a to maintain competitive advantage B they're gambling on this and they don't want uh, a whole lot of people to know what they know because that will affect the odds uh, for them. And I mean, that's a, that's how it works sometimes. Uh, I think sports betting has made a very interesting like side career and being very analytically minded and, It'll be curious to see how that continues to evolve in the coming seasons. Yeah. I will say, though, my betting has been mediocre. It hasn't been great, but I haven't yeah. been doing terrible. So I think you said last time to bet the under for the Panthers. I did say and bet the under, but I did say the Panthers would get the uh, – I did say bet the, bet the, mo the money uh, – the puck line on the Panthers. I um the empty netter that that saved that, you. I know the empty netter did save me. Um, yeah. Before the Coyotes like made their comeback, I was like, "Oh yeah, three one. That that's that's how this game's gonna end." And it's like, "Oh, what? Phil Kessel and Liam O'Brien getting goals? Look at that craziness!" I know. And in thirty four seconds too. Wow, what a, what what in what a freaking game that was. Yeah, they just need to do that period for a full sixty minutes. Um, and, and hopefully they can. Maybe they were just jet lagged, um, you know. And they're not going to have that. Like I said, they're sticking to the East Coast. They're not traveling from Arizona. Hey, one positive thing that I'll mention before we close things off for today's show and in a preview of uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning is uh, they don't have any former Coyotes players who may have a chip on their shoulder. Oh, that's the best. Uh, 
Like the former Coyotes have just been like out to get the team, and I get it because like if you're Max Domi, if you're Anthony Duclair, team traded you away. Uh, you want to make them regret it. Um, and I can appreciate that. That is something that um hockey players have. Like you do not get to be an NHL hockey player without that kind of dedication and that kind of view of yourself where you're like, no, I deserve to be here and you doubted me and I'm going to prove you wrong. Like I don't always have that drive. Hockey players need to have it 24 seven to be the highest level of athlete. Exactly. Um, But uh, I think that's roughly about the amount amount of the preview we'll get. We will have a full in-depth preview coming up on tomorrow's episode coming out the morning of game day. So be sure to stay tuned for that um, once it becomes available. Obviously, if you're subscribed, you will know. But that will do it for today's episode. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, a like, a comment. Um, subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcast, now including YouTube. Uh, also, don't forget to remember this on social media. We are at LO underscore Coyotes. I am now at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik FFH. Um, again, you can follow us, interact with us, ask us a question you might have, and we'll answer them on a future episode of the podcast, potentially. Um, if you actually ask us a question, we will. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, again, we'll, you know, we just, we just love interacting with our fans. Um, sometimes he, um, as an example, you had one guy ask, like, ask, listen to our podcast on our t- discussion about, uh, Korean barbecue. And he asked if we like Bonchon. Uh, I said I do because I had one back home. Um, but and he gave me a spot to check out in Tempe. So exactly, yeah. exactly. So thanks Thanks for that for, for that call out and just talking with us about that. Um, but anyways, that's going to do it for today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!